Hello, 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 and welcome to today's episode of the Dreamer Succeed podcast. Uh, today's guest is why I call them epic sods, and you will see what I mean in just a few minutes. But today's guest is an energetic, award-winning thought leader for over 20 years. She's the architect of the Department of VA's inaugural Women Veteran-Owned Small Business Initiative, which makes total sense because she is passionate and has made it her mission to increase women veteran businesses in federal and commercial marketplaces. Uh, she's a strategist. She's a consultant. She is a, a highly sought-after keynote speaker. Uh, so please help me welcome the vet biz lady, Michelle Gardner-Ints, also known as GI. Woo, woo, woo. Woo. Hey hello, there, hello. <laughs> I am green maker. Hey, let me listen. tell you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored. And ladies and gentlemen, I have to tell you, I fell in love with Berta. Love at first sight. We met at a uh, um, a networking hub mm -hmm. uh, through I, what I would call one of the masters of networking, yes. Yes. Uh, Frank Agan. Yes. And uh, we, he said, you've got to meet Berta. And I'm so glad he did. Uh, I love her spirit. I love her passion for excellence. But what's better than someone who wants you to be excellent? And, uh, you know, Berta, uh, just all of her clients, uh, she challenges them, uh, including me. And, uh, and I appreciate her so much. So it's my distinct pleasure to be here with you. Uh, I am a, a government employee. Uh, some people say, well, what are you, government? Are you not? No, I work for the Department of Veteran Affairs. I am passionate about women, veteran business, uh, entrepreneurship, because I am a woman and a, a veteran. In fact, I've never been without an ID card. So I've been a military brat. My dad was Army. Uh, I'm a military uh, spouse. My husband is retired Air Force. And, uh, and then I am a veteran. And then, um, you know, so I, I've been a veteran entrepreneur. So I think I cover the gamut and understand all aspects of what it means to be in the veteran community. And more than that, I spent my entire adult life serving military members and their family through food, lodging, department stores, uh, logistics, supplies, all of that stuff, even daycares uh -huh. uh, and golf courses and fitness centers. So that kind of sums up who I am, Berta, and uh, I'm so honored to be here. I love it. I am so excited. And, and, and GI is right. I think what we had our first conversation and I was, I was like hooked. I was like, Oh my God, this is my BFF. And, and I can't believe we're just <laughs> meeting now. And, but just, just really the, this passion and this heart for service, like, like none other. So I, I appreciate you getting into a little bit of, of your history and how you came to be and grew up in, in this world, really, which, you know, I always say we, uh, would not be who we are as a country without without the the um, the sacrifice and the passion that that you have Thank for you. for Thank for serving. You. So I am grateful. My family is grateful for you for your entire family. I know that it's a it's a family affair always, <laughs> but for you it actually is a a family affair. So I am beyond tickled. I've been looking forward to this podcast for for too long. But, uh, but yes. I know you've been busy, lady. So so I want to yes. jump right into into some of the things that that I know because I have the pleasure of knowing you. But I really want for you to be able to to breathe 
life into into our audience so that they can get to know all those things that not only what you're doing but wow. the vision for what you're going to be bringing into into the world as you as you continue to serve so honored how are, how are things by the way on your side of town things are busy i wow. mean i love it um uh because there is growing interest in uh, women veteran um you know entrepreneurs mm -hmm. uh you know this program started uh january will be two years ago uh, when we had our first uh, female um, executive director of the Office of Small Business at the VA. Mm -hmm. And uh, she said, Michelle, why aren't we meeting our woman-owned small business goals? Uh, you know, the federal government has goals for uh, how much uh, business it has to do with uh, various groups, women being one of them, minorities, veterans being another. Mm -hmm. um, but VA is the only federal agency that by law must give a portion of its contracts to veterans. Mm -hmm. And because of that, that has been a, a challenge because we're veteran first, not veteran only. So mm -hmm. most of the opportunities at the VA contract opportunities go to veterans first. And so that means that has been that women and other categories have been secondary. So because we can't break the law, we then say, hey, we have a growing population of women veterans. I mean, you know, I think SBA said 50% of all um, new businesses are going to be women in 2017. Wow. And then guess what? 50% of those are minority. And then 35% of that 50% are women veterans. Huh? So this is a huge, wow. huge, huge, huge. Uh, opportunity, uh, you know, women are the fastest growing demographic for VA. So all of these factors made us realize we now need a focused effort on women veteran businesses. And so we love to collaborate with other people, other organizations, educational institutions who want, may want to partner and provide knowledge legal and financial institutions who also want to provide knowledge. How do I get capital? You know, how do I get legal support or even providing that support free uh, through various nonprofits who focus on women, um, you know, women veteran entrepreneurship. And there are quite a few. Um, you, we see states increasingly focused on women veteran entrepreneurship, California, Florida, Virginia, New York, and uh, Texas are some of the states that are focused. So this thing is just, it really is just becoming um, uh, a focus. And I think that's part of my job. And most people can probably tell I was a cheerleader since I was eight. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, <laughs> and the passion really does, does shine through. And I think that it's, it, listen, a lot of the the things that you brought up in our in our conver our initial conversation i didn't even know existed so i can't imagine how many people are out there that just don't know that the opportunities are there not only for yes. collaboration especially that there are so many people and organizations who have a real heart for yes for just giving back if if for yes. lack of a better phrase yes giving back to to our veterans and yes. to our military families that would you know, my husband always used to say, if I got an application and it was someone who was out of the military, I wouldn't even need to interview them because I knew wow. that the discipline wow. was there. I knew that the hope yes. was there. 
and, and yes. he says, and they've never let me down. And that was, that was just one of the things that he, it's just by default because we know. So I think that there are now, the thing is, where's that person, which I think is right. in GI, who's going to bridge that gap between, listen, this is, this is the need and this is how you can help fill that need. Yes. So can yes. you speak a little bit into that space of maybe bridging, <coughs> Excuse me. bridging that gap? Um, and sure. Sure. So, you know, part of it um, first starts with the veteran and I'm going to start there because, you know, we at the VA uh, serve veterans. We want to help them. You know, we go by the Lincoln promise who says we won't leave anyone who has served our country behind. It is our, our, our duty to support them and enable them. And I'm paraphrasing, I'm not, I'm right. not quoting it verbatim, right. but, but the reality is much of what a lot of the country has done with veterans is they have focused on healing them, helping them. And it is from a state of brokenness, if you, if you, if yes. you will, you know, it, this is, is in the fact that we want to enable veterans to have economic independence and opportunity. So we are leveraging their skill set, not saying go from being in service to continue being in service to a corporation or to a company. We're saying go from being of service to providing services, right? And in that way, what's a remarkable about this whole thing and, and, and gets me excited is this is freedom. Yeah. If I'm a mother, if I'm a, 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 a service disabled person, I get to design my own world as a business owner because I can do it from my house. I can set my hours. I can decide how frequently I'm going to do that thing. But if I go in as a, as a employee, right? Yeah. I them, then am going from one system that told me what to do, how to do, when to do it, to another system that does yeah. that. So yeah. that's why it's economic freedom. It's really, uh, yesterday I spoke at the uh, Veteran in Business uh, Conference, National Virtual Conference, nice. and it was just outstanding. But one of the things I spoke on, the topic I spoke on was entrepreneurial mindset going from being a, having an employee or a I'm a troop I'm a soldier I'm a marine mindset to I'm an entrepreneur mindset wow. and it's not about just the skill set right so that's why I'm starting with the veteran first because we can go get them but if we go and find them but they don't have the entrepreneurial mindset to know that I don't give away my services free anymore there is a cost yeah. And oh, by the way, it's important that I know what the market cost is for that yes. particular service. Oh, do I want to do business with the VA? Do I want to do business with the federal government? Yeah, the VA may have done, you know, seven plus billion dollars just in small business and other agencies, it's even more. But with that comes a lot of responsibility of money. Mm -hmm. The reward is high, but so is the risk, yes. right? So, so people say, oh, I want to do business with the VA. And I say, okay, great. Where do you want to do business? Well, I don't know. I just want to get in. Well, that's the equivalent of saying I want to do business in Montana. Montana. 
do, do, am I, do I want to do a food business? Do I want to do business with the government, state, city? Do yeah. I want to do business with a federal agency? You know, a corporation? Where, what do I want to do? And oh, by the way, do they want me? Yeah. See, I can't sell ice to an Eskimo. Yeah. You cannot sell a blind man glasses. Right. And, and, and that's why I had to start at the veteran piece because they have to have the, they have the skill, they have the discipline, they have the resilience, mm -hmm. but they also need to understand what it means to do business in the federal and commercial market because the VA is not giving you a contract because you're a veteran. They're giving you a contract because you can do the work. Mm -hmm. Because when you fail to do that work, guess what happens? Veterans are at risk. Some service, some product that we are responsible for doing for other veterans now are at risk because you cannot perform. Wow. And so before we go get them, we have to prepare and enable them. And, and, I, and there's no way the VA can do that by itself. That's why I'm very interested in collaborations. I've never done business with a corporate entity. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've done business with the, you know, in the military. I was in military retail, ran the Pacific region with $1.2 billion portfolio, 7,000 people in 87 wow. locations. So I understand profit loss. I understand how to hire, how to fire. But I have never done business, me personally, with a corporate business. So how can I go and say, here's how Deloitte wants to do this, who's one of our great partners. Verizon, who's one of our great, you know, partners. DSS, you know, there's a, a lot. FedMind, there's a whole lot of different organizations who are contributing. I don't know how, what they want, what they need, mm -hmm. but they do. So when I say to them, come share with our ladies, how do they talk your talk? Because just like there's military jargon, and mm -hmm. if you watch, I'm really excited about the movie Top Gun coming out, the yes. next version. <laughs> One of my favorite, everybody knows Maverick, you know? Yeah. But, but there's another version coming out. There's a whole language and lingo that went with Top Gun. Guess what? That's military lingo. Even in Hollywood, they did a fairly good job. But there's also small business government and commercial small business language. Wow. And those two are different. So if I'm talking to a, the VA, my language might be this. If I'm talking to GSA, which is Government Services Administration, it might be this. NASA, that. Navy, Air Force, different. Now, there's some common contract language, but I still have to understand what that language is. If I'm talking to the corporations, different language mm -hmm. and so that so understanding the language the the the, the uh, landscape is extremely important and then like you said where do I fit in where do I fit in and so when I when I decide where I fit in as I was telling uh, the folks yesterday um, everybody doesn't want what I'm selling so instead of beating down the door waving and saying it's not fair you're not letting me in go to where you're wanted. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Uh, go yes. to where you're wanted. Yes. That's more important. Because there was a lady that, that wanted to tell me that VA should hire her massage company to bring in massage chairs and give all the employees who are stressed massages. And I said, that's a super idea. But 
one director may want to take their business or VA government credit card and pay you to do that. And that's that, that's that leader's decision. Mm -hmm. But I can guarantee you, we're not doing that across mm -hmm. the entire spectrum. <laughs> so, you know, we have to start at the veteran and it's important that we prepare them. And I say we, just not the VA, but all people who are interested in doing business with these ladies mm -hmm. must work on preparing them on their business resiliency so that when you partner with them or when they subcontract to you, there is win-win, there is success. And that's where it really starts. And then, you know, once they're ready, hey, I believe you can't put a blanket over sunshine. Yeah. When they're ready, uh, people will come. Exactly. Because there's always people looking for Uncle Sam, right? Absolutely. You know what Uncle Sam starts for, yeah. stands for? <laughs> Solve a problem, address an issue, meet a need. Wow. If you can do that. I love that. Uncle, I love that. You can do that. Let I me tell you, you will yes. have no problem getting business. Absolutely. I love that. And you know what it sounds like, GI, that that even more than than enabling them, you are empowering them. You're looking for the yes. ways of bridging that gap so that you can not only here, let's be equipped with what you need, but let's take it a step further and really empower you to be able to have these conversations. Not yes. only like, like, let's see where we meet in, meet in the middle and try to see what's missing and, and, and fill yes. that gap, but you're really taking yes. it a step further. And it's just in everything that you're saying, GI, your passion is just oozing through. Oh. And, I just, and I just love that our audience is going to be able to see that because I know that about you. Um, so when it comes to women veterans, who are looking at taking that, that entrepreneurial step, where would you say we are behind? Maybe not, not. <coughs> yes. Us, yes. Us no, that's society. a perfect word. Okay. No, no, no. That's, I call it underutilized okay. or underrepresented. Okay. Yes, okay. yes. But what you're behind is an accurate word though. Um, first of all, um, there are women who just like in society who are not going in STEM. Mm -hmm. yes. And the reality is uh, the money's in IT, That's it. the money's in construction, mm -hmm. the money's in pharmaceuticals, yeah. you know, and, and, um, and, and very logistics. But guess where all the women are? Most of them. Professional services. We do HR. We do consulting. Mm -hmm. You know, we do administration. We do program management. There's nothing wrong with that. There right. is money there. Right. But there's a whole lot of people whole lot of women yeah. in that space. Yeah. Yeah. When do you get into the, the, the other areas I previously mentioned, not very many women there. Yes. Absolutely. It's hard to believe that still in this day. And yes. Day. Yes. Yes. Because, because it's, you know, really it's, it's about, even if I have the skill, do I believe I can? You know, and, and, and what, what's interesting about that is as confident as a military woman is, there's still some insecurities and trust is one of them. Mm -hmm. um, and, and uh, you know, the sexism, you know, do I want to go back into that? So many women who may be successful may not necessarily, some of them say, I've done that for 20 years. I was good. I was successful at it, but I want to go do yoga. Mm -hmm. 
I want to go do some, and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong right, with that. Right. That's, I'm just stating that just because they have the skill in it, they may not have a desire to go back into it. Mm. And if, if I do, I don't want the stress, you know, because being a business is stress. Yes. It's yes. like going back to boot camp. There, you are going, it's like starting over. You're getting the coffee, you're emptying the trash can, you know, you're, you're writing the proposals or you're working with people, to, but you don't have a staff. You don't right. have a huge staff. Yeah. In fact, I was just looking at a study that says most companies, almost 80% of all entrepreneurs are solopreneurs. Yes, that's amazing. They don't have any employees. So it's no different with women veterans. They're skilled, even if they're in the business, it's just them because they can't afford to hire anybody. Right. So you know what I say? They need to work together. Yes. See, yes. because even in this women veterans category, even if you add minority, and we call a royal flush is a woman who's a woman veteran and minority owned because she gets to dip in each of those set aside contract areas. Right. Well, guess what? If you joined with another woman, yeah. another veteran woman, mm -hmm. or another even veteran man, mm -hmm. either as a strategic teaming partner, as a joint venture, or even just as a partner, what you do is you increase capability and you increase capacity. Yes, yes. But there's some things that are very important, and I call it alignment mm -hmm. and cadence. You know, when the, they're marching up, two, three, four, that's a cadence. Yeah. Alignment means they're all in line together, stepping, right? Values and character. Values and character. Huge, huge. Huge. Yeah. Because if you, they may be a veteran, they may have capacity, you know, capability, but if they're not marching in step with where you want to go, at the rate you want to go, if they are not, you know, uh, I, I say a lot of us, you know, have great uh, values, military values. But when they took off the uniform, some of those values left those veterans. Mm. And, and the reality is more veterans, if you're listening to this, I'm challenging you. You know what it's like to start out. So if you're successful, who are you mentoring? Who are you bringing along? You know, there's a flower called a hen and chicks. It's a succulent. I love this flower. It looks like a little flower, kind of cactus, kind of like thing. But I'd say that's the big one is the hen. And on the side are complete little small versions of this flower all the way around. We need some more hens to create some more chicks. <gasps> wow. I love that. I love that. We need some more hens. And not... Oh, you figure it out. I, you know, and one of my experiences when I was in business was I made a mistake that cost me tens of thousands of dollars and I was working for a veteran business. You know what the response was? Yeah, that's how we learned. I bet you won't do it again. <gasps> it's not that kind of party. We want to help people avoid mistakes, wow. not make them pledge or haze or any of that. Go, this is about enabling. You know, one of the best models is when a larger successful company 
takes and said, let me use my legal team to review your, your, con your contract, mm -hmm. your proposal. Let my pricing team make sure that you price this correctly. And oh, by the way, if you made some mistakes, let me show you what you should have done differently and how you can do it. That wow. is the model. You don't let me make the mistake and go, oh, I bet you won't do that again because it really hurt. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm sorry that's the way you were taught, but that is not the way that we're advocating veterans should help other veterans. And that's beautiful, GI. I think that's a beautiful way. And I'm, and I'm curious because I think, you know, we hear in, in the outside world, right, that, that women, oh, women, especially Miami, like I'm from Miami, and every, women, for whatever reason, think that women don't collaborate with each other. They're always out oh the back. And I'm like, that's the biggest crock of whatever. But I, I don't see it. And, and I think it, it depends on who you are aligning with. Who is in your alignment and cadence team? Yes, because yes. If you have the wrong people, then that's on you. But but I yes. my my female tribes women are extremely um, empowering and and uplifting. Yes. And and again, yes. that's a decision. But what when you said that about the collaboration, I do a lot of work with the Maasai women in Kenya. And, and the beautiful thing is that, you know, the men are in charge of keeping the livestock, but the women and the kids really do all of the work, the work. The bulk of the mm -hmm. work right? But the mm -hmm. women are extremely entrepreneurial. And you're talking about mm -hmm. you're in the bush, wow. in, in the Maasai wow. village, in wow. the middle of nowhere, right? But when they, you know, if you empower them and, and you ask them what they need, you know, they, the, the team that I travel on these mission trips with, they wanted a garden and they helped them set up a garden. And by the time that we went back, that garden was a, a, an acre of land wow. with a greenhouse. And they, wow. just, but what they all do is whatever they each get individually, they get a chickens or they get a goat. They put everything into a communal sort of pot and they build it from there. And they're completely taking care of the entire village. I love this. extremely collaborative and extremely I love entrepreneurial that model and it's what you're describing gi it's yes. what you're describing yes. listen yes. we all have something that we can contribute why not you know put ourselves in a position where we can empower those who are 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 really we're breathing life into their dreams is what we're doing yes and yes and we don't know yes. that impact we're not looking at the bottom, and, and I don't look at the, the bottom line as, Me neither. as financial. I Me. look at it as Me. impact. Impact so, and legacy impact. It's like you drop the stone in the, in the lake and the ripples of generations and others are, it's happening. It's, I love this. Yes. It yes. reminds me of a book and I recommend everybody read this book. You don't have to read it. You can go to YouTube and it's called the Business Secrets of the Bible mm. by Rabbi Lapin, L-A-P-I-N. There's a, there's a part in the book where he talks about this whole thing, this whole economic system, mm -hmm. why malls and shopping centers are so profitable, why there's an anchor store there that then is, is supported by the, by the smaller stores and the smaller stores also support the anchor store. And he talks about why the, the jewelry uh, district in New York is so successful, how there's literally blocks of jewelry stores and they may have the same thing, but it's through relationships that people pass by all of those other 
jewelry stores to come to that one. And when he doesn't have what you want, he sends his son or his worker over to his friend. And then his friend lets him have that piece of jewelry to sell you because he knows that when his friend gets somebody that wants something that you have, he will send them back the other way. And he talks about how there is rarely a fight when in the business ecosystem, everybody wins. So if everybody's contributing based on the, the model you said, then people don't fight because they're all getting their portion. The problem comes in, and, and, and the, the great example is an NFL team. The grass keeper does not make what the owner makes. Mm -hmm. The coach and players don't make what the owner makes. Right. And it comes down to risk versus reward. Yes. And the problem is when we come together, what happened? Well, why are they getting more than I'm getting? And I did that. Yeah, your part you did, but your part was this. Their part was this. Yes. They risked. They put the money down. Yes. They did. That. Yes, your part was important. But the, but seemingly when the success comes and the and as you said, the money yes. starts flowing. Everybody wants a bigger piece, right. and all of a sudden they inflate their contribution mm -hmm. to the overall success, <laughs> right? And and. And it's, it really is um, something that I'm, I'm continually challenging others about is being comfortable around each other's greatness. Yes. And that because somebody else's greatness has a bigger outside uh, uh, view, it's more visible than mine, doesn't mean my greatness isn't important. Yes. Because I guarantee you, if the groundskeeper didn't strike the field, we wouldn't know when there's a touchdown. We wouldn't know when there's a first down. We would be guessing. So while it's very important, and I'm sure they still get paid quite well mm -hmm. compared to someone just, you know, mowing the lawn. Right. Um, it still is not as great of a risk as hiring all those employees, paying the paying for that building mm -hmm. uh, like the owner, you know, right. has, has done and deciding what player is going to get cut. You know, those kinds of things. Are, are the decisions that people need to realize when coming together, but yeah. they're so focused on themselves. Yes. And that's the issue. Yes. I love that. I love that, G.I. And I, and I think that, that especially as we're building things, you know, mm -hmm. as, as we get into a space, mm -hmm. and, I, and I speak a lot, and I get asked to speak a lot around this concept of, of becoming competition-proof. And, and the, yes. only, the only way that we're competition proof is we're really in service mode. And listen, we're trying to make sure that everybody is growing and that we are contributing to their yes. greatness, as you said. Yes. And you know what? When you get into that mode, you don't have to worry about competition. There could be a million don't. coaches out there. Listen, I am, I am a firm believer in that the more coaches are out there bringing the out better. the full potential of it, the better the world is going to be because of it. That's my I philosophy. I agree. So my husband at the beginning would say, my God, you want everybody to, to be a coach. And that's your competition. <laughs> well, listen, there are 8 billion people in this world. Really? <laughs> that's, that's competition. Well, that's how I, I feel the same way. Like, yeah. I don't feel that I have to serve every woman veteran business owner. Mm -hmm. First of all, if they're not in the federal commercial market, they're not my market. Right. Period. Right. And, and the reason is 
because the Office of Small Business is mandated by law to help small businesses navigate the federal acquisition or contracting space. So the whole reason my position is there, the reason I get paid by the taxpayers is to help small businesses at the VA, not at, not to do a coffee shop, not to do a hair salon, not to do a winery, a restaurant. That is not, unless they're selling to the government, right? Then it's my job. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. And then you have to understand it's not for the, so if women are looking to start a business, they start at SBA, mm-hmm. Small Business Administration. Right. Then if they're a veteran, the next place they should go is to the Office of Veteran Business Development. There are VBOX, Veteran Business Development Centers around the country who, can, who are strictly focused on helping veterans start their business. Mm. Only when they're thinking about coming to the federal government That's a whole nother, it's like a whole nother track. It's like, do I want to be a federal contractor? So everybody starts at SBA. Then they go, I want to be a federal contractor. Then you're on a whole nother, it's like the difference between I-70 going from from, uh, Maryland to to California versus I-95 that goes from Maine down to Florida. Right, right. You're you're on a totally different (laughs) highway. And sometimes people want to try to play both highways, and you can. Mm. But that is a deliberate strategy that you have to have at the beginning of your business. Or if at some point you make that decision, you've got to redevelop your strategy, your plan, who you're marketing to, et cetera. But the reality is being a federal contractor is a little bit more difficult because of the language the contracts, you know, I, I quoted somebody on my LinkedIn um, that said uh, from handshake to contract is two to three years. Wow. But yet when veterans come and meet with decision makers, you know what they do, Berta? They're talking about their business like that person's going to go back to their office and write them a contract mm. and they're not. Yeah. And people are just, well, why not? I talk to them and they won't return my call. Well, are they buying that this year? They may have bought it and it's only going to be bought once every five years. Right. But yeah. you have to know that. Yeah. You have to do your homework, right? You have to yeah. do your market research and say, is VA buying this? Is the Navy or any other, are they buying this every year? Yeah. If they're not, you can talk to them till you're blue in the face. They're not buying it right now. Yeah. And oh, by the way, just build the relationship. Exactly. And I can't tell you the number of of, of women veterans, they get into meetings because sometimes if I do the introduction, I will ask to listen in on the meeting so I can evaluate how's their pitch, mm-hmm. how's their approach, Good. how well are they really doing right Amazing. on this. And so uh, they're talking too much, probably like <laughs> I am now. But they're talking too much. Yeah. You can't seek to understand if you're talking. The better you understand Uncle Sam, meaning the the problem, the yeah. issue, or the need. Remember, solve a problem, yes. address an issue, meet a need. Why are you going to do that if you're talking? Wow. And you only have 30 minutes, maybe an hour, if you're lucky with this, this decision maker. You need to be finding out what are their problems. Why is it a problem? Are they being mandated by some law to do this, some new legislation? Mm-hmm. Go back and look at that. See where they are. Talk to them about the gap of why, how they're going to get from here to there. 
that is where your money is. Yes. That's uh, where the opportunity is. I love that you said that, GI, because you, and you know what? That's, that's for everyone in business. True. That's, True. that's for everyone in business. But you just hit the nail on the head. It's, it's not, I call it going for the jugular, right? Like you think you're going to sit at that meeting and you're going to walk out with a contract. Listen, your real job with an introduction like that is to establish a relationship that you can build yes. upon and you can serve. And like yes. you said, GI, at the, when you said earlier that you said, listen, we're dropping a, a, a pebble into a river where, yes. you know, God says we'll plant the seed. God will take care of the harvest. It's not yes. our job, but, but we can't. I believe that yeah. with all yeah. my heart. Yeah. But, but we can be intentional about building a strong yes. relationship that's coming from a place of service. Yes. So I, I, I just you said a word that's that passionate that. that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. Better word intentional, right? Go. I'm intentional. Even as I've just begun, you know, um, my, my outreach on these efforts, right. Using my own personal social media to, mm. to, to push this effort, to bring awareness. People ask me, Oh, Hey, franchising. Will you, will you post about, you know, we're looking for veterans for franchising. No. You know why? Because if they're a franchisee, it cancels them out of being part of the veteran certification. Mm -hmm. They have a veteran when they own the business have to be have a hundred percent control. But with the franchise, they tell you how to do it, where to do it, when to do it, and it cancels them out. So no, I'm not pushing franchising. So yeah. I'm I'm very focused on 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 what I'm the messaging and the branding I'm trying to to give the people who can help so they understand. Oh, okay, if I'm looking for a woman veteran, if I'm looking to see what I can help with, I understand that what GI is posting, what she's doing is all about women veteran business owners. And that's it. That's it. Nothing else. And yeah. it's intentional, right? Mm -hmm. Even the people that want to connect with me. No, I don't want to buy anything. If you knew I'm the federal government, it may be my personal page, but I'm doing this on behalf of the federal. I don't want to buy anything. I don't need marketing. I don't need. No, no, no. Right, right, right. So right. It's the same thing with business, right? A lot of these programs and, and especially, you know, the sole source, that means you're the only person I can give a contract to, mm -hmm. as well as 8A contracts. You're going all over the place. Oh, can you can you do um, 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 transportation? Sure, I could do transportation. Can you do IT? Yeah, I can do IT. Can you do logistics? Yeah, I can. can you do that? Well, after about five or six years, <laughs> what are you known for? You're a jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah. So you have to be intentional, even though because of my my status as a veteran, as a woman, mm -hmm. as a minority may mean that a, a agency could give me contracts, non-competitive contracts, doesn't mean I should take it. Right. But it goes back to your piece. This is about being intentional mm -hmm. in those things because it goes back to what you said. The money is not the most important thing. Right. But for many of these veterans who are successful for the short term, they run after the money. Anybody who will give them money, they take it. Mm -hmm. with, and it ends up being outside of their core areas of, of which they really started 
the program because they'll do one contract and and somebody in the government said oh if you can do that can you do this because they then it's that relationship now they've gotten to know them really well and so they go oh i can trust this person they did excellent on this let me but you also need to say no i can't but i know someone who can what about that exactly Yes, that's it. That's oh it. my God. I love Not, it. What? Yeah. Yeah, you should yeah. do that. Yeah. And here's why it always comes back. I oh, believe my oh, with my, my very being that you sow a seed, there is a harvest. Yes. If you give that business to someone else, it will come back yeah. tenfold. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> but there are people who don't understand that law of reaping and harvest and helping yes. others so yeah. instead of they just i want to get it i want to get it all i want to get it all myself yeah. no share yeah yeah because that ecosystem then becomes we sh it's the jewelry store it's the five bucks of jewelry stores in, in new york hey yeah that's it absolutely gi absolutely and you know what's oh, crazy yeah exactly that you're not serving them because that that again we can apply to every other area of the business you're absolutely. not serving them and what i love about what you said is that you're laser focused and you know what you're in you're working in your space your zone of genius that is aligned with your passion and when you yes. have that combination listen there is nothing you don't, I, and I do that all the time as a coach. People will come to me, they'll see me speak, and they'll want to do coaching. And listen, I, with all the integrity in the world and with all the love in the world, I tell them I'm not the right coach, but I have so and so yes. who will, who will yes. be able to serve you. And initially they're yes. like, oh my God, you don't want to. I go, it's not that. I just want you to be served as best yes. as you can. And that's not, yes. that's not my area. That's not my yes. area. And, and, yes. and I and, do the same thing. Yeah. And GI, but you're right. There are a lot of people out there that, that have this, this lack mentality and they think that they just have to get whatever they can. But Because they don't think, that's because they think it's going to end. They think it's going to end. They think it's and if end. you understand reaping and harvest, yes. you know it's not going to end. There's going to be seasons of harvest and there may even be some seasons of barren. Yeah. But it yeah. will not last. Yeah. And exactly. if you prepared in, during the harvest, you can last through <laughs> the times when things are not good. That, if it. you understand that, then it's fine. You know, know, but it. even people will say, oh, I see you do consulting. You know, will you, will you help me? No. No, I don't do anything dealing with the VA. If you're trying to do business with the VA, I, as GI Strategic Solutions, cannot help you. Right. It is at, even, I, it's not ethically correct. I don't have any contracts. I don't have any money. So it's not like it's ethically that way. Mm. It's ethically, it's my job to help any business. Yes. So I'm not going to help you yeah. <laughs> because it goes against what I'm about and what I'm already being paid by the taxpayers to do, right? right. So, I so I help people because it's my passion. I always say I help women and a few good men, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, but I, I help anybody. Yeah. Because I believe in the harvest model. Yes, yes. And you I'm, have. A, I, I, I'm not worried yeah. about it. Yeah. And you really do have a heart for service, GI, like very few people that I've met that it's just, listen, I'm, I'm just here. And, and, yes. and if God is using yes. you as a, as, as a vehicle to just be of service, 
you're going to do it. You're going to do it all day. Yes. And it doesn't matter yes. if there's, if there's a check attached to it, because exactly. that's, that's not your, your main focus. I just, exactly. I love you. I love you so much. Listen, is there oh, anything else that, that we haven't covered that you, and, and, and I asked you before we jumped on, I, I pray that you will come back because I know that there's so Absolutely. much information um, that we Absolutely. can't get to and I want to honor your time, but is there anything other than that I want you to share your call letters and ways for people to find yes. you? Yes, yes, please, please. Yes, yes. Uh, first of all, thank you. I never, you know, take any meeting by accident, you know, and, and, um, you know, I always say, you know, God made all these billions of people mm -hmm. and, and I'm always humbled when I think about that he created you, he created me knowing that at this very moment, we should meet right so i'm always humbled by that just beyond belief that he would allow our paths to cross Amen. that you have blessed me your your service uh to this mission uh will not go void i promise a great harvest is coming your way because many women will be blessed second of all um you know people can reach me at LinkedIn. I do not have a website. Mm -hmm. I've been working on a website for about three years and I'm not sure it's in any, <laughs> it'll get there when it's time uh, because it's not my focus really. And my right. focus is really, and even if I build a website, it's about community. It's right. not about me. Right. And so um, um, you can find me on LinkedIn. You know, I yeah. communicate on there. I respond, please ask me questions. Please share if you're interested in providing services, connecting to women, doing business with women, veterans, um, and come with a heart of service. And I promise you, these ladies are amazing. They're amazing. They just need opportunity. They just need access to the right people and the right resources. And they you to teach them. You know, veterans are teachable coaches. They've been coachable for years. They understand that from very young age. So, you know, if you come with a genuine selfless intent to coach and help these ladies, I guarantee you it will be a win-win and it'll be something you'll, you'll think about and you'll say, you know, I was listening to this podcast and I, then I thought about this person I've known for a long time and we decided to do business and oh my God, that yeah. is my prayer. That's it. That is I my love prayer. It. And then those women will go off and be the hen that creates more chicks. That's mm -hmm. it. Oh, I love it. I love it. And GI, <laughs> uh, again, I am so grateful for you making the time for you just being such a blessing to everyone who knows you. This is this is like one of those people, folks, and I'll and I'll say this before we sign off, where everyone that that you know we will connect people that we know with each other, and and everyone will come back. Oh my God, GI is the best. Oh my God, Gia. Oh. have you met her? Oh my God, Gia is the best. And we'll be in a hub and, and there'll be 80 people on the screen. And, and the one common denominator is that everybody loves. I, I always say she should have a warning oh. label somewhere oh. tattooed on her body oh. that says, uh, warning, uh, you will fall in love with this lady <laughs> after the first five minutes of your conversation. 
So well, it's, it's the spirit, spirit of the Lord. I can't take credit. It's the spirit <laughs> of the Lord and, and, the, and the mission he's given me. So yes. thank you so much. I am so grateful for you. So uh, all I can say is folks follow her on LinkedIn. She is uh, just a, a tremendous wealth of, of, of information and value and service and, and has this ability to connect people. I will share your LinkedIn on when I post the podcast and I'll let you know as well. Um, but again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. And please tag me on LinkedIn when yes, you share it. So absolutely. I can share it with the, absolutely. with the rest of the community. Cause absolutely. I think they would, you know, a lot of people don't know who I am and I'm, I'm, you know, they'll say, Oh my God, she's real dramatic. No, no, we need, we need, we need the people to know who you are. So, and I think a lot more people know about you than you think, but, but okay, we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. But uh, again, thank you. I appreciate you for everything and, and I'm glad you're doing well and staying safe and, and just staying focused on the mission all the best to you and yours thank you thank you so much all right folks so you heard it here go out there and do good and be great and if you can't go play outside <laughs>